Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Priscilla Mahamba in the song, Chesum Sindisi. I'm now reconnected uh, to dietitian Vusi uh, Sabe. Uh, our dietitian is ready to continue with us. And family, um, I, I, I think I did wrong. I had to mention, and I have to mention, that you can call in and ask any questions pertaining to food and your health. Um, yes, we are focusing on diabetes in men, but you can call in and ask any questions to our dietitian. Uh, with f- uh, where, where food and your health are concerned. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to um, even hear from you. The lines are opened on 012-334-1322. It's 012-334-1322. And uh, our SMS line, 37871. Our WhatsApp and Telegram line, um, 0826572729. It's 0826572729. Babusape, you're back. And you were talking about how men would be affected sometimes by diabetes, which would also affect mm. them, you know, greatly beyond just diabetes itself, mm. because their main hood is also affected. Uh, but in terms of the manhood being affected, I, I believe it takes longer. It doesn't happen immediately uh, when one is diagnosed with diabetes. Am I correct to say that? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. It actually takes longer. Uh, for it doesn't happen immediately. So it's very important for one to say once you start um, uh, diagnosed with diabetes, it is very important for you to be able to control it um, to make sure that it's well controlled so that it does not lead to that effect later on. But should it not happen that um, you are controlling the the condition, it will then become a bit worse. And that's why we say it's it's a, it's, a, it's what we call macro complications of diabetes. Mm. So it's very important to say that once we are diagnosed, because sometimes what we have noticed is that um, maybe you might be diagnosed today, and you feel like no, I'm on medication, so I don't really have to, you know, focus on the diet on other issues. Mm. So the medication will will work on on on, on my thumb. Mm. But then if you look in, you can take medication, but not eating correctly can even make it to be worse. Yeah. Because yeah. then you are treating something today, but then you are not eating correctly, so then you can develop the complications. Mm. So that's why it's very important for us to look at and um, and how to manage this condition. Because when you're looking at the risk factors of these conditions, it actually, you know, linked to the lifestyle modifications. Like, for instance, your lack of physical activity, yeah. alcohol consumption, mm. um, poor diet habits, you know, alcohol, uh, smoking, you know. So it's a chronic disease of lifestyle. So I like it because if you say chronic disease of lifestyle, it means that if you can change your lifestyle, then you are able to get it right, mm. you know. Mm. So hence it brings me to... I, I, I had I had I had ten the scripture for us today. Yes. It's on first Corinthians ten thirty one verse. Uh-huh. It says that when we bring God into a healthy eating, uh-huh. it actually changes everything and striving to honor him in, in, in our food and drinks joins will bring only not not only to change their heart, but also to, to make us to have good healthy choices. So it means now you know, sometimes it's very difficult for one person to change the way that I'm supposed to be eating or for me to change the lifestyle. But maybe if we invite the Almighty, we'll be able to make sure that we are following the right choices. And that's why today we are going to discuss on that. Mm, mm, mm. You can proceed. Yeah. Um, Babasap. Yeah. 
So, so when when, I, when we're looking at diabetes and the better control of it with regards to food, um, we have to focus on the five groups of food, and each and every food group will then affect the sugar differently. Mm. So let's start with the starches. Our starches are subdivided into two parts. Uh, we've got the complex ones and the refined carbohydrates. So when we're looking at the complex carbohydrates, we are focusing mainly on your uh, you know, brown bread, uh, brown rice, mm-hmm. whole wheat pastas, macaroni, you know. So th- the reason why they're called complex is because now they, they have what we call high fiber in them that will make them to be low GI sensitive. Mm-hmm. So now I'm bringing another term, the GI sensitivity. So the lower the GI, the better the food consumption when you've got this condition already because then it will help you not to digest the food quickly into your digestive system, and then that way it will increase the blood glucose. So when we increase more of our starches that are complex, then we are better to control this condition. So also it's very important that we need to include a, a small portion that is equivalent to size of your feast mm. in, in addition to what portion control. Because sometimes you might say a food is important, but at the end of the day, you end up eating a lot. So at the end of the day, <laughs> you will start increasing also. <laughs> so portion control is very important there. Yeah? Uh-huh. And all our starches, it's very important to consume them when they are at a warm state or cold state. Because eating food that are too hot, uh-huh. you can also increase the metabolic rate in terms of, uh, you know, digesting really? that food. And it can increase the blood glucose absorption as well. Really? So very important. Yes, definitely. So wow. basically, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that a person who has diabetes already uh-huh. will want the Morbaji Molasa, the Jotamaran. That will be the best food that the person Say that again? That will slow the, we missed that part? It's very important for Oje, the Jotamolasa, Tamaran. So that we don't we avoid eating foods that are hot. Because then the metabolic rate it can increase and then does it happen to even those ones who do not have diabetes? Prevention is better than cure. I always tell to my patients that if everyone was eating a diabetic diet, I don't think it would be much sick. Because that is the most healthy diet ever. Mm. So if we can practice that, that way it will be it will be better for for us not to have these conditions. Because I believe that we need to focus on prevention than curing. Because once we are in the curative state, it becomes sometimes difficult, you know, to get it right. Mm. So prevention, before you get there, mm. that would be the best choice. So it means we and have to teach some, our children yes. the same. But how cold? Should it be yes. just cold food or Not too cold, warm. like from the fridge. No, no, like now it's very cold. <laughs> you can't do it that. <laughs> what, what you need to do is just to cook them mm. and then... You can't dish up immediately. You know, you might need to let it, you know, get to it to that warmest state. Uh-huh. And then from there, you can dish up. So, before you can start indulging. Okay. Very, very important, yes. And then something close to the starches uh-huh. that can also contribute to the rising of the blood glucose uh-huh. is the fruits. The fructose sugar that we, the sugar that we get from the, the fruits. Yeah. So, there's actually few fruits that I will say when somebody's already having diabetes, they might want to omit them. Okay. It's the mangoes, grapes, watermelon, and sometimes yeah. the banana. Mm. So those fruits are found to be very, very high in the GI sensitivity. 
So which means that they can rise the blood glucose very fast as compared to the other foods. So it is very important for one to omit them once they are already on a diabetic diet. Mm-hmm. So any other fruit, as mm. long as it fits within your hand, mm. it's fine to consume. As long okay. as it fits to your hand, yes. Okay, a family member is asking, Spongile, thank you so much, uh, with Ntadisa Bay. Ask him about tea. Can we drink it hot or should we wait for it to also cool down for our metabolism? Ntadisa Bay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Tea, tea normally we regard it as a free food, unless if you add something to it. Okay. Like, for instance, if you start adding sugar, it will increase your energy. If you start adding milk, it will also include other, you know, important nutrients that the milk will be providing. But normally regarded as a free food. So it doesn't really have much of an effect on this on this situation. So it might need to, to, to make sure that you don't consume a lot of carbs in a day because sometimes a lot of people add sugar, will add other things, and then it can drive the blood glucose. Otherwise, it does not have an effect unlike getting into like food itself. Some of us don't function in the morning or throughout the day mm. without coffee. So you'd find us drinking more than six cups of coffee from in there. Yeah, no, that, that is quite dangerous morning. because if, if it's going to be a coffee that is caffeinated, then you're going to be in trouble. Because then, remember, too much caffeine consumption also can affect the way your heart pumps. Mm, That's mm, why a lot mm. of other people will have heart palpitations. Mm. Just right away after drinking coffee. Mm. So if it, in that case, you might want to go for a tea test, but then at the end of the day, it might not serve the whole purpose while you're yeah. drinking coffee because sure. you need that caffeine. So it's very important to limit to at least a cup or two uh-huh. in a day. That would be the best. Sure. I, I, I had to let go of coffee myself because of those heart palpitations. I even rarely yeah. eat chocolate because of heart palpitations. Mm. Yeah, I had to lay mm. off. It can affect <laughs> a lot of things. Drinking yeah. hot things can really affect a lot of things. Not only looking at the blood glucose per se, but mm. also other factors like your your gastric reflux, you know. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. Because some people, when they've got like body peptic ulcers, their heart burns. When they drink like OT and stuff, it can worsen the symptoms. Yeah, I, so I, I heard another one. Uh, now, tell me yeah. about this one who said when they drink tea or anything hot, they feel it mm. when it lands on their stomach. I don't know, stom- but that's what they said, stomach. But I think, the you know, mm. when it goes in and, it, and they said it hurts when it goes in. What, what's happening there? When, when it hurts, it means now already now the, there's a problem now with the, with the GIT, you know. Because already it means that person already has ulcers. Because remember, ulcers and heart pain, in the long term run, they can still affect the esophagus and mm. the whole pipe that transport your food from your mouth to the stomach. Mm. So that's why you are able to feel it, and it's very sharp in pain. So that tells me immediately that uh-uh, it's not something that I can always go for. Yep. Because already there's a, a, a lot of damage that is happening. Mm. Sure. Yeah. What an advice today that we are learning. Uh, it's pre, it's okay to eat food from yesterday. <laughs> it's okay. It's actually it's healthy. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> when um, it's cooled down, it's no longer as hot. For somebody, yes, especially for somebody who has diabetes, I will uh-huh. always, always recommend that. Because at the end of the day, you know the, the main thing about diabetes is what? We need to delay it the way your food is being digested before it gets to your bloodstream. Uh-huh. So that's why we always encourage them to have at least five meals in a day, mm. including three big meals. 
that will be your breakfast, your lunch, your supper, mm. and your snacks between. That two-hour interval to be included. That way, we help your system to adjust in the terms of digestion. Mm. So that's why we don't recommend somebody with diabetic to eat now and then only eat later when I'm feeling hungry. No, no. That is not the way of eating healthy. Okay. So you need to make sure that you you put that intervals between. Mm-hmm. So that at the end of the day, it helps your body to digest properly and the absorption status thereof. Mm-hmm. So that way, we'll be able to better control the blood glucose. Mm-hmm. So of course, um, the other factors that I wanted to, to talk about, like your okay, you're disappearing, that disappear. Yes, you're I'm 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 back. Mm-hmm. Yes, the fats, saturated fats, also they are actually uh, you know linked to uh, poor control of blood. Glucose. What are we talking about when we say saturated fats? Yeah. What are those? Saturated fats, we are talking about fats that are not, uh, you know, important in our body, like, for instance, um, your your fines, you know, your, what can we say, um, body bacon, mafura mm. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That white part of the meat. That white part of the meat. The fats that come from that meat, the, the, those, those knives. I will say that part nice. No. Because they say when you remove them, the meat doesn't taste good. <laughs> but <laughs> but now animal fat. Animal fat are always are always Dangerous, but now there is somebody. I I remember there is somebody um, who loved those, and he was like, "Don't remove it from my meat as well." And he had Mm. a heart problem, but he still continued. And I've heard Mm. recently of a diet that says Mm. they are very good. You can eliminate Mm. the carbohydrates. But don't move mm. the fats, those saturated fat, mm. um, the mm. fatty areas of the meat. So, how mm. dangerous is that? It is quite dangerous. That's why it's important for us to focus on good diets and not focus on fat diets. Fat diets are the diets that are training to help us with the health needs, but at the end of the day, they create more problems to us. So, it's very important for you to make sure that you follow a correct diet. Mm. From that by a dietitian, mm. unlike mm. just going to the media and start following such diets. Mm. Uh, well, according to uh, to the organization ATSA and the regulation of eating genes, we don't really promote fat diets. We always have to make sure that we we prescribe a diet that is specific to an individual mm. and focusing on the South African food dietary guidelines. So when somebody is focusing on a high fatty meat that is saturated. Of course, eventually you are knowing that you are going to increase your cholesterol levels. Now, mm. that particular person has a heart problem. So already when you are increasing the cholesterol levels, that tells you that the blood will never be able to flow nicely into you. your bloodstream. Sure. So that way, it, it, it blocks some of the blood to mm. move from one point to the other. So it okay. puts a strain on your heart, and sometimes you can even go into a point where both having those hypertensions and stuff. Okay. So saturated fats are not really eating. Maybe the good fats, but there are good fats that you can include in your diet, like your avos, your own nuts, yeah. and your olive oils, your vanilla oils. What about so margarine? healthy fats. Margarine? Margarine is better, but it's in the container, unlike butter. Butter is more like, more saturated. So mm. margarine, especially in the container, with that, Hat and a fork outside. Oh, not the one in the foil. 
that one in the foil, we normally use it to bake the kugot. Marakiri and rai rata. Very rich. <laughs> now we love it yeah, for our bread. It's very rich. So okay. at the end of the day, it can increase the saturated fats. You know, oh, okay. Um, you don't want to be in a position whereby you've got too much saturated fats in your body. Okay. Cholesterol levels. Remember cholesterol, even if you are a, a bit thin or slender, you can still have cholesterol. So it doesn't mean that only obese people can have cholesterol. Okay. Here's, here's a That's question. All right. Let, let me ask yes. a question because the family member will strangle me if I don't answer this. But before that, let me yes. greet Bashni Perumal. Thank you so much. We love you too. May God bless you. Thank you for being with us. Um, uh, Dr. Sapi, what long come? So let me ask. A family member says, please ask a dietitian. I eat beans and I eat lentils. And every time I eat this, I have edema of the eyes. What causes that, and what can I do? Come again. They eat what? beans and lentils, and they have edema, edema of the eyes. Oh, oh. What? Oh. Yeah. So, so that, the, means, that means that that means the person might be allergic to them. They might she might need to run an allergy test on that. Okay. There's no way that you can have edematous eyes if I'm like um, lentils and, and beans they're more like plant protein based mm. and they're very less in, 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 in high in, in fiber high in fiber they're so beneficial you know uh. so if she's reacting to that then maybe she might be allergic to that or maybe she needs to look at how she prepares them maybe there's some other spices that she's adding there or some seasoning that is in there, mm. that can make her to react to that. So she might need to do, do what we call an elimination diet, to really look at, um, to say, is there seasoning that is giving a, a problem, mm. or is it the brand of that particular lentils, or is it the lentils themselves? I've, so heard, of, I've heard of also garlic doing that to other people, and apparently yes. some are using too much, more than what they should be using mm. in their food. Mm. Mm. Of course, of course. So it's not it's not like for everyone. Remember, uh, people are different. Some they can be allergic to this. Some they, they can be allergic to that. So it's very important for you to to run an allergy test, food food mix allergy test mm. in a nearby uh, Ampeth laboratory or any laboratory mm. that is out there. I'm not mentioning any names. Uh, yes. Brand yes. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, you, that is nearby for you to go and do allergy test screening. Mm. You can able to do that so that you can know exactly what is the problem. Okay, and uh, and 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 should uh, if somebody's allergic, when you say somebody's allergic, so they should stay away from the food, or can they have yes. if they? It is advisable. Okay, it, it is advisable for them to stay away from the food. That's why I said it's elimination diet. Oh, we have to eliminate. We have to eliminate that particular food that is giving us a problem. Mm, mm, mm. Sure. Yes. All right. Uh, family, yeah. I'm so, talking so to Ntate Sape. <laughs> Sorry, Ntate Sape. Yeah. I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted us to focus on the, the essential nutrients that we as men need. I see now that our topic is actually generalized and broad. Yeah, I, that, like a whole lot of people, because there are questions <laughs> as well that go. Yeah, um, like, but maybe we should have just said no. Um, I talk with your dietitian. <laughs> remember, remember, when I take you, Luna, let's have a good Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <no problem. laughs>
and I wanted I wanted to hear a lot of questions from them today. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's wait in the Dissabe. Let's wait. I want to take a break <laughs> and then we okay, come back cool. and you can talk about the nutrients as well. Family, I'm talking yeah, to Family, I'm talking to our dietitian, Sape, and we're focusing on diabetes in men. Men, come on. This is your day. Ask questions. The lines are open on 012-334-1322. Alternatively, you can also um, send us a WhatsApp. You can remain anonymous. You can, okay, if you call, I won't even greet you by your name even if I know you. So you can <laughs> call and remain anonymous or write your message and be anonymous and uh, ask your questions. Um, we are coming back with him just now. I'm going to give you the sounds of Rain B and the song is Lifestyle. Remember that diabetes is a lifestyle sickness. And yeah, sometimes we gotta change. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. We understand that as a young person, you face many challenges that threaten both your safety and mental well-being. And in this fast-moving world, you don't always have someone to talk to. That's why I Am Youth has joined hands with Child Protection Hotline to give reliable and accessible counseling to young people. So send a WhatsApp text, SMS, or call the number 76 37 6345 to get help today. We believe that you are worth it. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion through thick and thin. Download our mobile app or visit radiopulpit.co.za. It is Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, 657 AM. This is where you're at. And the song we gave you is Lifestyle by Rain B. And yes, sometimes you got to change your lifestyle uh, so that you can, you know, live longer and make an impact in the uh, on, on earth, you know, take care of the body. Take care of the house of our Lord Holy Spirit, his, his sanctuary, which is your body. And yes, I'm not alone. I'm talking to dietitian and Dade Vosisape. We are focusing on diabetes uh, in men. And in Dade Sape, please don't strangle us because we said you can ask questions. And here's Natasha no Bonds. Uh, she's like, I know it's for men today, but I want to know why my body itches when... I have cheese, eggs, and mayonnaise together, or some days, or on some days, okay? And then she says, will I then be lactose intolerant? Thank you. That's Natasha Barnes. Good. Okay. Same, same story as goes to that one of lentils um, and beans. That is allergies. Mm. Um, if somebody would have itchiness after eating dairy products, um, remember... 
she's, she's mentioning milk and cheese. Mm-hmm. So that could be lactose, and eggs, lactose, and, uh, yeah, lactose and intolerance. Now, when we're looking at mayonnaise, mayonnaise, remember, they're made up from eggs. Uh, albumin. Through the, through, yes, yes. So that could be also an effect that she's allergic to eggs as well. So she might need to check the allergies as well. If she's allergic to milk and eggs, mm. if then she's allergic to them, then she might need to omit them from the diet completely. Okay. It's a beauty. Then we can have alternatives of maybe first, for instance, because we still need that calcium, we still need that vitamin D. There's a, other food items that she can be able to could do benefit from. For mm. instance, if she's not taking um, milk from cow's milk, she can take for soya or almond milk. And unfortunately, there's no alternatives for eggs. Mm, <laughs> yeah. But she can have other, and, other and proteins as well. There's also vegan mayonnaise. Is it okay to use yes, that? Okay. Yes, 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 yes. I wonder what so is it made of, though? From, yeah. I'm, I'm not so sure as well, but I think it's plant-based protein that they're actually, you know, um, included in the processing. Uh-huh. So and one, one can check that. All right. So we're moving to the key nutrients for men. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that I want to press today. Yeah. Make sure that um, we, we're all good. Okay. Again, uh, just so wait I'm a sec. Just yeah, wait a sec again. Yeah, bo. A family member says, um, Hi, Spongile, my husband has been diagnosed with sugar diabetes and he is not taking mm. any treatment for it. He's also a chronic drinker and refuses to eat healthy or change his lifestyle. So that means he's in danger? It's a question. Does that mean he's in danger? Yeah, definitely he's in danger. He's in danger. Uh, we, need, we need to help um, that person. We have got to to put him on our prayers as well, hmm. so we can help God to, to change his, his, his way of thinking. I don't do. Uh, uh, maybe I, I don't maybe know what I can do is yeah. If maybe if if you allow me, or someone yes. You later on you can ask the um, the family member if maybe later on you can able to contact them. Let me let me okay okay my family uh, anonymous um who who just sent a message about your husband um would it be mm. fine if I give him that Desape your number so he can contact you um later today yeah. um would it be okay we need, we need to, to do that as quick as possible yeah because remember now when you're looking at the question he's a, he's a chronic um, uh, alcohol consumer uh-huh. And at the same time, he's not on treatment. And, and alcohol um, turns now, into lipids in the body, which... Uh, exactly. At the same time, it can affect his pancreas and yeah. insulin secretions will, will be uh, done. Um, you know, Let me ask a question. Yeah. Don't, uh, when, when, when I'm reading this, I'm sensing like even some help from psych- a psychologist or a counselor is needed. I, I'm wondering if he didn't take it very bad that um, he's well, diagnosed that's why with the best sugar thing diabetes. To do with that kind of a client, basically what we we'll do is we first we will work on his psychology first. Okay. So maybe something that we need to do is to explain to him what is this condition. Do I, I think the best thing that I always do to my patients is that I teach them what that condition is all about, so that they know how to manage it. Because sometimes you might find that the way he was told. He was just told her parents, you say, no, you've got diabetes and that's it. But if, if you could have 
sit down with him and explain to him what is diabetes, what is the dangers of it, how can we manage it, how can we live with this condition, then I think that particular patient will be able to, you know, to follow, mm. um, you know, because eventually we are running a risk of a lot of complications, heart problems, kidney problems, he can lose a lot of them, unless if, if there's something that we need to win him back. All right. All right. Uh, hello, Cookie. Thank you so much for tuning in, my queen. And she says, good morning, my dear queen and dog. Thank you for the awesome program. Let's take a family member on the line. Hi, family. How are you? Hello, my sister. Good morning. Hi, Baba. How are you? Fine, my lady. Uh-huh. Uh, hello to the to the dietitian, our doctor. Good, good, sir. How are you? Fine, sir. Can I ask a question? I'm confused about this. Mm. Is it true that protein is built from amino acids in our food? Which type of food is that? Okay, he's asking, is it true that uh, protein is built by amino acids in our body? Is, Is that all, Baba, that you would like to ask today? I want to know which type of food are those. Okay, which type of food are those? Mm. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, thank you so much. I'm full of credit. All right, then, thank you. Yeah, so which type of food are those? Um, because he asked first, uh, is it true that amino acids are built by, um, I mean, proteins are built by amino acids in our bodies? That's the number one. Yes. So basically, there's, there's a chemical reaction there. Amino acids are building blocks of proteins, right? So amino acids, they help us to build the proteins in our body system. So which means now, the proteins itself that we eat, your meat, your eggs, your beans, are the building blocks mm. of those particular proteins that we, we, we need to include in our diet. Mm. So basically, it means that proteins... When they are digested, they are breaking down into amino acids. Hmm. So it's very, very simple. Okay. Yeah. Another one, a quick question. Does sugar contribute to high cholesterol as well? Mm. Come again? Um, the question is, does sugar contribute to high cholesterol as well? Okay. Yes, it, it, it is possible. Remember now, we need to understand now how the body functions. Um, when we eat too much sugar, the body stores energy in a form of a fat. That's something that we need to. That's why sometimes when we eat a lot of sugar, we tend to pick up weight quicker. Mm. So that it can be related to the high cholesterol levels as well. So everything that is sugar rich, you might end up in, in a in, in a form of like overweight. At the same time, you might have good fat in your body because your body has stored as a form of effect. Mm, so that's mm. why it's very important for you to stay away from sugar if you want to to control the cholesterol levels. Okay. So cholesterol is not only coming basically only from the fats that we eat and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we need to be careful of our sweet tooth as well. All right. Hello to Temba Mendu. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, for Frank uh, Jacobs, hello to you. Also, thank you uh, for being with us. Um, what does it mean, Spongile and Doctor, um, when they say sugar doesn't cause sugar diabetes? Eating sugar, sorry. Mm. Eating sugar doesn't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is a pain. That's a good 
question. Um, that's a good question. Not everyone who eats sugar could have diabetes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens is that too much of a thing is never good. Mm-hmm. So basically what we are trying to say is that in a body system, a normal body system that is functional without any problems, we have what we call an insulin. And insulin is a hormone that helps us to control our blood glucose. Mm-hmm. So basically what happens is that everyone who's eating, after two hours, the sugar will rise up. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. During that period of two hours, the sugar will rise up. So the insulin must be there to come and say, the sugar is up in our body system, so I must lower it down. Mm. So those people that they lack the insulin, so which means that they might have a problem with either their pancreas or it could be genetical, that the insulin is not there to lower down their glucose. That's why they can have diabetes. Mm. 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 So everyone knows it's normal. Uh, when you eat, the sugar rises up, and then eventually it must come down to its level between four to seven millimoles per liter when you get it. So should it not drop down, mm. then it means that there's a problem now with either your insulin uh, functioning, and then so we can say you've got diabetes. So mm. not everyone uses food that when you eat sugar, you can have diabetes. But then you might want to prevent eating a lot because at some point it can overwork your insulin, then eventually you will have that diabetes or in other factors there are other foods that can what we call increase insulin resistance mm. for instance if you are picking up more of so central line which is mukaba we talked about mukaba there yeah we know, spoke about mukaba the other time mm. yes you increase the more of abdominal fats you know you are getting more obese you are running a risk of insulin resistance meaning that your insulin might not be able to work as it's supposed to and that way you will have diabetes so sugar really does not cause diabetes, but is an inability of the insulin to function for you to have diabetes. All right. That is how show our time. Now family members are asking and we are about to close. A, a quick one. Yeah. Uh, I think we can still come back and, and talk about this and, and, and wrap it nicely. Um, we can yeah. make time maybe next week, uh, Wednesday, so we can do this. But now, um, um, looking at the key nutrients as our closings um, today, a quick one. Okay. Nutrients um, for our so men. Key, key nutrients for our men. Yeah. Um, yep. Nutrients for men. Yeah. We need we need to have a lot of uh, vitamin D. It's very important that we must always include as men on daily basis. Um, it's something that we sometimes will like to do. Most of the men will never able to take milk or yogurt or other stuff. They feel like no, it's only for children and you know the women. So we have to include our vitamin D. We need to include. Uh, vitamin D, what do we get? We get it from milk, fatty fish, um, soy, beverages, yogurt, orange juice, mm. and then folate. We also is important because it helps us in terms of formation of, of our spermatozoans. Mm. So, spinach is very important. Brussels sprouts, asparagus, beans, nuts, liver, we can get our folate from there. Because sometimes we, we have found that sometimes when the, the partners are trying for a baby. Mm. We always focus on the women. Can they forget about the men? Mm. Because the men, men can also be infertile, and it's very important for you to start eating healthy so that you can become more fertile. That means it's a very good topic for another day. We need to include that one. Mm. And then calcium is very important as we are growing. We need our bones to be more stronger. It's also good for your heart muscles. So we always need to include calcium on our daily basis. Vitamin C, normally associated with 
um, uh, you know, um, lowering the risk of prostate cancer. You know, prostate is another condition that you can take about it at some point as well because it does affect men. So vitamin C is always uh, associated with lowering the risk of getting into prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Potassium, very, very good. It helps us in managing our blood pressures to make sure that potassium, magnesium pumps are working in our body. Potassium, where do you find potassium? We can find potassium in in tomatoes, mushrooms, mm. um, sweet potatoes, melons, prunes, raisins, mm. oranges, bananas. We need to include that on a daily basis. And vitamin C, of course, is winter. We know oranges, barges, lemons are the best. Okay. And vitamin A, it also supports our eyes. And at the same time, we can able to find it also uh, on milk, salmon, broccoli, carrots, thin leafy vegetables, squash, mangoes. And then last, uh, magnesium and zinc are also important in terms of men's fertility. So we also need to include as much as magnesium and zinc as possible, and then we will be able to make sure okay. that we are balancing our micronutrients. So those are the key the essential micronutrients that okay. I feel Alright, Ntatisabe, thank you so much for ministering to us. Time is gone. I think let's let's make it a date again very soon, either next week, uh, quickly, where we can just wrap it up nicely. Um, but now, Ntatisabe, uh, where can we get hold of you if we'd like to talk to you? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm reachable on our office number would be 12 798 and then my WhatsApp number will be zero eight one two seven nine eight seven one seven. I'm the actual station at Puchulo Private Hospital. Thank you so much. Um, we can't wait. Thank you so much. Uh, so much. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I think next time what we will do is when we have all these sessions and we prepare topics based on that, so that we don't miss anything else. But Thank please, you. Follow up on that, lady. I'm worried about. I, I will be sending you the numbers. I will be sending you the numbers. All right. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye bye and family. Bye bye until we meet again on Saturday at four o'clock up until seven o'clock in the evening. Love you so much. Enjoy the rest of our radio pulpit shows. Bye bye. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on six five seven a.m. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to o eight two six five seven two seven two nine. And our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.